Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Voice Podcast. Landon, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. I'm, you know, I'm trying to hold my breath to see what exactly is going to go down this weekend because it just looks like both sides are completely decimated and a game that I, I think everybody circled on their calendars uh, before the season just seems like we're going to have to suffer through, unfortunately, just with the way the Cowboys are playing and with the way the injuries are piling up. Well, and also, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Zach Martin uh, didn't practice today as well, so... Precautionary? Okay. Okay, so, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a lot of beat-up people and uh, on, on one side of the football. Uh, the good news for the Cowboys is that the Eagles are really kind of no better for – I mean, they're, they're, they're in no better a situation, at least certainly not noticeably better. Uh, they, they're yeah. dealing with a lot of injuries as well. Uh, they may be getting some of their guys back, like Sidney Jones um, and uh, Ronald Darby, yeah, Darby, Jalen yep. Mills, who is a guy that played football, I guess, a year ago. I mean, it's been so long <laughs> since you've seen Jalen Mills. Um, so, you know, we're going to see what that, how that looks for them. Um, but I think that ultimately, you know. We're, it's going to be about triage. It's going to be about who can survive the injuries that were there uh, and who's got the, the, the better plan to kind of you know compensate for that. I, I think where you really start to get worried is if, uh, if you don't have either uh, Lyle or Tyron Smith how is, yeah. how is how is the team going to hold up against what is you know a ferocious ferocious pass rush? Uh, Dak took as many hits last week as he has at any point in the season, and I think you know was a lot of the worst of the wear for it. Um, I think that the Cowboys can find ways to take advantage of this defensive backfield, even with a depleted wide receiver core. Uh, I, I personally think Gallup will have a bounce back game, and I, I think that they'll, I, I, I think that they'll find a way to to uh, to move the football if he can if he can you know kind of find his way back into form. The question for me is going to be you know, how well are they going to be able to do it without getting Dak killed? You know, I, I, that's that's my concern is that it really really feels like, uh, especially after last week, you know the the Jets and the Eagles have. Similar talent along their defensive line, but I think the Eagles might be more so. And uh, you know, I just after watching the tape from last week, I have concerns about Dak taking a whole bunch of hits. Yeah, so let's go ahead and let's start there. Let's start with what we expect from the offensive line. Uh, we talked to uh, Gino from Locked On Eagles last night, um, and he said what he expects the Eagles to do in this game is to put Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham actually inside at defensive tackle and let them work against the Cowboys' three best interior offensive linemen, or three best linemen, and then have guys like Derek Barnett 
and Josh Sweat work against the tackles because they believe that's going to be a mismatch there. If that happens, how do you think that plays out for the Cowboys? Well, if the Cowboys get Smith, let's say they get Smith and Collins, okay, which is not outside the realm of possibility, but I'm certainly not counting on it right now. Yeah, it doesn't seem likely, but it's certainly it sounds more possible than what we saw last week. Um, I think that that is probably a, a a good matchup for the Cowboys. I disagree that that's a, a mismatch. And Barnett is, I don't know the Barnett. Well, I think that. I think the belief was if Fleming and Brandon Knight are your tackles. Now that might yeah. change if if Tyron or Lyle's back. I, you know, I, honestly, I don't know that Barnett is a mismatch for anybody at this point. I mean, I haven't seen a ton from him. Like, you know, I, so I I don't know that he's so much of a mismatch that that's something that they should be leaning into. I I, I yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I, I kind of think that even though Brandon Graham does perform well inside as a pass rusher. Uh, and I certainly think that that's an excellent idea for rushing interior-wise. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I might think about putting Graham outside and, and putting him against someone like Fleming or, or Knight. That's the real mismatch. I think you're actually probably reducing some of the mismatch by putting Barnett. I mean, I guess it depends on who they put in inside the defensive tackle. They don't have Jernigan, so maybe their defensive tackle depth is such that they think that Bar- Graham is a better defensive tackle than well, Barnett is a better defensive end than whoever is the backup defensive tackle, and that's why they're putting Graham in there. So, yeah, the the other guy would be Hassan Ridgeway, who was a he's actually been playing he's been playing well though, hasn't he? I thought that he, I yeah yeah well as like a rotational guy. I don't know if he's someone you want to play, you know, fifty snaps a game. Maybe right? you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I tend to think that, that, that the Cowboys, if I think that they'll probably get one of these two tackles, hopefully. I'm, that's what I'm really hoping, hoping for. Uh, and if so, uh, you know, they'll probably try to find a way to get Sweat and Barnett isolated on, and, and Graham too, isolated on uh, whoever the backup tackle is that is in the game, whether it be Knight or Fleming. All right, really quickly before we take a break, uh, let's say Tyron plays. Who are you playing at right tackle in this game? Because I I might have a different opinion than you here. I think now you probably put Brandon Knight out. I, I see. I agree. I, I yeah. think last week it would. It's different um, because, but now he's played two games, almost two whole games at right tackle, right? And and I, I and I feel more comfortable playing him at home at right tackle rather than. You know, yeah, rather than on the road, yeah, right? And, and, yeah, and again, like, you can say what you want about Schwartz. I mean, he's going to have wide nine guys attacking you on the outside. And, and, and actually, I, I kind of feel like that might be where Knight will thrive, yep. you know, because he gets Absolutely. out of the stance quickly. He can get out to that, those guys. He can meet the people at the point of contact at the arch. Uh, yeah, I, I think you know the, the, the amount of extra snaps, the fact that it's at home, it kind of changes the equation a little bit. It evens out the things between Fleming and Knight, and I think the, the deciding factor for me there is that Knight's been doing it the last two games, um, and I he's agree. done it pretty successfully. I, I, I wouldn't be upset if Fleming was out there because I do uh, think he's been playing you know decent. Um, but I, I, I also would not at all be surprised, and I, I almost expect that if it's if if Lale can't go, then yeah. Brandon Knight will probably be the starter. 
I just think from a roster and a game day standpoint, it almost makes more sense to have Brandon Knight as your right tackle and keep Cameron Fleming as the swing tackle just in Maybe case so. Tyron, can't, yeah. Tyron can't go. But we'll see what Dallas does. Uh, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Cowboys wide receivers uh, against this Eagles defensive back. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for my advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is I don't always know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They have been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me in the past, and that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to my bookie. You win and they pay. It's that simple. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet on the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. If you join now, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Just use promo code locked on to activate that offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie. And don't forget to use the promo code locked on when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, Landon, uh, I want to talk about Michael Gallup against these Eagles corners because I think it's a matchup they can win. Uh, it's obviously Gallup, you know, he's a really good player, but he struggled last week. Um, I want to know what you think about Gallup against Sidney Jones, Ronald Darby, but also what else can the Cowboys do at receiver if Randall Cobb is out? Because now you're looking at Cedric Wilson, maybe Devin Smith, maybe Tavon Austin. What would you do at receiver this week? Uh, assuming Cobb and Cooper can't go. I mean, I think you just basically give up on doing anything out of the slot because you've, you're facing Orlando Scandrick. I mean, there's just he's, <laughs> he's just gonna shut even, he's just gonna shut it down. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. No, Our football I, focus is number one rated cornerback he, after last week. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. I I personally think. Yeah, they'll they'll probably rotate guys in. I mean, I think Austin is going to get some looks inside and outside, which is good. Um, I'll tell you what the Eagles the Eagles writers and fans. I asked them about this yesterday. Which receiver other than Michael Gallup are you the most concerned about? And it's actually Tavon Austin uh, because they're worried about his quickness. They, they, they have feel no speed. like they have yeah. I mean, they they, they, they they have a lot of size at corner, but they don't have anybody that can match his speed. Yeah, I, I you know after watching last week's tape, I mean honestly. There's value in putting him out there uh, out wide and just running go and stop routes, you know, just all day. Like make them make drag routes and give them the ball. Make them think that they have to chase him all the way up the field every single snap, you know. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I I understand that. I I tend to think that likely what will happen is we'll see a lot of Wilson in the slot, Um, and I think you know he has a pretty nice advantage against Skandrick, who is not, you know, he's not as quick as he was, obviously. And, who is bad? He's, yeah, <laughs> he's got, you know, <laughs> he's, he's smaller, so I think a guy like Wilson can take advantage of him that way. Um, yeah, I'm not, you know, the coverage aspect of it, I, even without Cooper and Cobb, I, I feel like uh, 
this team can find ways to get open if they can perform. We also got to keep in mind that we'll probably have Devin Smith too. I would assume. I yep. I would assume yep. So uh, yeah, I think that you're going to get a little bit. Uh, you know, at least one more guy in that rotation who you feel comfortable getting the ball to. So uh, it's going to be the question is, are they going to be allowed enough time to get open uh, by the offensive line going against this pass rush? All right, let's go ahead and move to the other side of the ball when the Eagles are attacking the Cowboys' defense. Uh, the Cowboys are banged up on that side of the ball as well. Obviously no Tyron Crawford who was placed on the injured reserve list. Um, we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, Byron Jones and Anthony Brown did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Todd Archer said that of the two, Byron has a better chance to go, uh, but there's still a lot of doubt that he'll be able to play. How do you think the Cowboys are going to match up with this Eagles offense? You know, I, I think what we need to worry about is obviously Jeffrey and Ertz. Um, I think for... Uh, you know, they, they, Aguilar has kind of come back down to being Aguilar again, it seems like. Sure. Um, you know, I think Aguilar and Hollins can also, you know, they can do things if, if given a chance. I mean, really, this is about hitting Wentz. As, you know, it's about getting on Wentz and hitting him and hitting him and hitting him and hitting him. Uh, they probably are going to have no Jason Peters. Um, which means Andre Dillard will be, uh, out there starting for them. Um, I know John only mentioned potentially switching Lawrence and Quinn in this game because Lawrence has actually had some trouble with Lane Johnson. Uh, would you consider moving those two guys this week? I mean, I, I consider, yeah, I mean, I consider giving it a try. I mean, I don't see there's any problems, any problem with that. I, I think that, you know, it, it makes sense too because I do think that Dillard and Quinn. Their skill sets, Their skill sets yeah, yeah, they match up well. Right? Yeah, I think that the mismatch may actually come from putting Lawrence on the other side. Exactly. Uh, and, yep. Yeah, letting him actually, because his is all technique based. He can set Dillard up all day, and just you know, I, that's the one and thing that this kid just can't do. Him, yep. Yeah. Um, so I, I could see that for sure. Um, you know, I think they still got. I think is isn't Isaac Samalo starting still at left guard? So I mean, yep. I think there's ways to take advantage of that left side using. Uh, uh, stunts and games and that sort of thing. So I would look for that as well. Um, you know, honestly, I would I, I would look for uh, some of the, uh, especially on passing downs, that three down uh, defensive lineman look with Jalen blitzing because I, I just think that you know with a guy like Wentz who's going to try to sit in the pocket, having someone who can kind of serve as almost like a a green dog player who can track him down and make sure he's when he gets out of the pocket he gets hit. Uh, that that is going to have some value there, um, you know. I just think that I think that the key for the Cowboys is try to keep things tight. Don't give up a whole bunch of of uh, quick, easy passes. Or, or, or I mean, I mean, obviously that's part of their game plan is to keep it all in front of them. Uh, but then when it's time to buckle down, like don't give up quick, easy passes. Make Wentz sit in the pocket, and then you're going to hit him, and then because he will. He will allow you to hit him as well as much as any quarterback in the NFL. I, 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 he just sits there in the pocket. We'll just sit there and sit there and sit there and take the hits. And sometimes he escapes yeah. and make a big play, uh, but sometimes he gets hit and he fumbles. Sometimes he gets hit and it's a sack when he can't afford to take a sack. It's one of it's one of Wentz's real weaknesses at this point is his inability to kind of have that awareness that hey I, I can't take a sack here. Yeah, I I, I think. In this game, I would be considering blitzing 
Wentz a lot for that reason, because he does like to hold on to the ball for a long period of time, but also because they don't have Deshaun Jackson. So yeah. they really don't have anybody that can stretch the field. I mean, I love Alshon Jeffrey. I think he's a fantastic player. That's just not his game. He's going to have to win contested balls. Uh, Zach Ertz is a really good tight end. He has had some monster games against the Cowboys last year. Uh, last year, in the, in the first game, 14 catches for 145 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he obviously concerns me, but he's not somebody who takes the top off the defense. So maybe you do blitz Wentz. Maybe you force him to try to make 50-50 throws. Maybe you come up with some turnovers. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys do. I do want to go back to Earth, though, really quickly. Uh, we've seen the Cowboys in the past put Byron Jones on them. I believe that's what they did in the second game uh, against the Eagles last year. They held them to five catches for 38 yards. What do the Cowboys do to stop Ertz in this game if Byron can't go? Because I, I'm just not sure how they're going to match up with him. I almost wonder if it would be... It might be interesting to see, you know, a woozy on Jeffrey and then uh, Jones on Ertz. And then I, I feel confident that Lewis can handle Hollins and Aguilar and... The, the, I'm fine with Aguilar. The, the Hollins one makes me a little nervous just because there's such a big size difference. There. Yeah, yeah, but he's still got to get open though. That's I mean that's, that's true. Yeah, you know, that, that's the thing is that, and, and I think for him, it's it's gonna, it takes a while. It's it's not as instantaneous as he as he would like. You know, he's got a lot of great speed, uh, but he's not winning with quickness to get open early. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like as long as the Cowboys. You know, it's it's different. It's a little bit different than Deshaun Jackson, where Jackson can get open early or, or late. Uh, I think Hollins is more of a kind of a linear player. You know, more of a speed mm-hmm. like down the field, like build up speed guy. Um, and the same thing would, could be said for JJ Arcega Whiteside, who you'll see a little bit in this game. As yeah, well. I, I agree. I, I think they're kind of similar players, with maybe Arcega Whiteside having a little bit more receiving skins. I mean, yep. as far as skill set on the, on the wall. Uh, you know, look, I think for the Cowboys, force them to, sh- to short passes, tackle. That's really the big thing is you got to tackle. Like, we just got to make these tackles. I mean, that's that's really because the, the, the problem has been that, that you know, you can bend and bend don't break, but if you are constantly allowing big plays and then constantly not tackling the, the football at, when it's presented to you, I mean, that you're, you're bend and breaking. So uh, mm-hmm. I think that's really going to be the key is without Deshaun Jackson, it'll, the job will be a little bit easier. But keep it all in front of you. Make the tackles that are there. Get them in third down situations because I think that's where they've struggled before. And Wentz has struggled when, uh, you know, it's clear now at this point in his career that the 2016 season of his third down conversions was an anomaly. You know, yeah. and and so yeah. get him in. Those, Which we all kind of know. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, we had to confirm, but yeah, I mean, we all assumed that. So get him in third downs. You know, make the plays on first and second. Rally to tackle. Make sure you're getting them down. Force them to convert third down after third down. Uh, and I and I think the Cowboys have a sh- chance of you know getting them off the field enough. The the, the problem is always going to be how much cover is the Dallas offense going to give this Cowboys defense. Because I, I, right. that's what I worry about is how many snaps ultimately is this Dallas defense going to be on the field? Can the de- can the offense do enough to either make the Eagles one-dimensional or take away opportunities from them uh, to kind of help their defense? Which you know, as they get more and more snaps, you know, tend to play not as good. 
Right. I, I'd be curious to see what kind of game plan Jason Garrett and Kellen Moore open this one up. Are they going to play it where they want to play a low-scoring, ball-control type of game? Do they think they can run the ball on the Eagles well enough to you know slow this game down? Or is the best strategy going to do, be what the the Vikings did last week to the Eagles, where you're just taking deep shot after deep shot, knowing that they don't have the talent in the back end to stop your receivers, and all of a sudden you're up 17 to nothing before you know it, and you get the Eagles out of their balanced you know offensive attack. They have to be throwing the ball. Uh, I'll be curious to see what the Cowboys do there. Uh, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back and we'll make our predictions for Week Seven. We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. With the Vivid Seats Reward Loyalty Program, you can attend the concert or show of your choice and earn credit towards your next live event. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section in row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. Vivid Seats Rewards. For the month of September, earn double credit back from 10 to 16% on all of your purchases through the Vivid Seats app. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Reward loyalty program. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Reward Loyalty Program now. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. All right, Landon, the best part of the week, making our game day predictions. (laughs) Who do you think wins this game and why? This is the hardest one of them I, all. I mean, like. I honestly, God, think just because of all the injuries and so much unknown, this is such a toss-up. Like, I really, I, I, I really could go either way. I, I'm just to mix it up. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. No, uh, okay. I, I just, yeah. I think that you know, clearly, going into this week after last week, um, you know, we were shocked by what we had seen with the Jets. Uh, we knew all the injuries that we had coming into this week. Um, I think that this team's going to go out there and, and play hard. I think it's just it's an uphill battle. I think it helps that they're at home. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it certainly helps if Tyron Smith and Lael Collins, if either one of those two is playing, and that's – maybe changes the equation. If both are playing, then that's, I mean, unbelievably good for them. Um, but I, I honestly don't expect both of them to play, um, and I'm not even sure that either of them will play. Uh, mm. And I think that that there's just a large amount of talent loss on this team uh, when you're going against a team that, even when you're at full health, these teams are very close in talent disparity. You know, there's 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 not much difference. There's not much daylight between these teams as far as talent on the roster when fully healthy. Now, going into it with the injuries that they are, the Eagles may be slightly healthier than the Cowboys are, um, and so I kind of think that that might be the difference. Uh, I'm picking them, I guess, 24 to 21 Eagles. Yeah, I just want to remind people of what these two games were like last year. Uh, if you remember correctly, the game in Philadelphia, uh, that was one where 
Uh, they had the Cowboys had to make a tackle on Zach Ertz uh, with like at the you know right at the the, the first down stick to, to get the possession back to seal the game. Uh, they had a chance. Eagles had a chance to tie it, and then in the second game, you know, Dak threw a pass to to Amari Cooper that hit Rasul Douglas right in the hands in overtime. That could have been a pick six turned into a touchdown the other way. Uh, these two teams are incredibly cl- close. They play uh, games that are really exciting. I expect this to be the kitchen sink game for the Eagles. I mentioned this on Twitter. They've lost a couple of games. They know how important it is. Dallas has the same thing. I, I think you're going to see some urgency from both sides of the, from both teams. I, I just worry that the Amari Cooper injury and the tackle injury for the Cowboys, that's too much for this team to overcome. We know how important Cooper is to this offense and we've no, we've seen what the Cowboys have looked like without Tyron Smith before. I'm nervous about it. So I'm going to be picking a close game. I'll say 27 to 23. What did, did you say 27, 24? You said 24, 21. 24, right? 21, yeah. Yeah, I'll say, I'll, I'll say 27 to 23. I, again, I say this every week, but the Cowboys kicking situation makes me really nervous. When they get into these kind of games, uh, the Eagles have one of the better kickers in the league in Jake Elliott. I just don't feel super confident about Mar if the game comes down to a field goal. We'll see how it plays out. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.